This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the Kaleidosphere, a Dungeons and Dragons play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. Joining me are Grant. Zachariah Haros, uh, the only one with area of effect damage. Cody. Jack Rackman, who has a new fear of hands. Pippin. Moriarty, the best chef ever. Jonathan. Hudson Swift, who doesn't really want to go into this cave alone. And Alex. Clacker Volkson, the only one with inspiration, I think. I think so. Join us in our first campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. We left off last week as you uh, finished slogging through the swamp and finally arrived at this um, butte that has a cave complex um, in it. And uh, Zachariah has just plunged into the uh, most obvious opening into this um, system. There's an opening. There's got to be something interesting in here. Don't just make openings for no reason. I disagree with you there, mate. (laughs) I want to specify now, before you get deep into whatever this is, please uh, clarify what your party or what your character is doing as you go in and uh, explore the cave. Like, be very specific about investigating or looking for specific things, because I don't mind um, retconning some of that in exploration, but this is um, a little bit more granular. Sure. Yeah, uh, I have my lantern Mm -hmm. held up, my raven is on my shoulder, and I'm kind of like, like a little kid, like, trying to, kind of running forward and, like, waiting for a second and, like, wiggling, be like, Let's gotta go through the opening. Come on, everyone. All right. Well, you heard the man. Let's let's go. Ah, you first then, Jack. And Hudson definitely is not the first or the second or the third into the cave. (laughs) You know, predators. (laughs) Predators do like to uh, attack the rearmost traveler. Okay, well, let's go in this cave then. And I'll, I mean, how, how, how big is the entrance? Do I need to, like, duck to get into it? (laughs) <laughs> Clacker actually does need to duck. So okay. it's um it's probably about ten feet wide and then between five and six feet tall. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's claustrophobic for most of you, but yeah, some some of you do need to duck and Clacker really needs to hunker over. Yeah, just kinda duck down and take a few steps into the cave behind Zachariah and Jack. Does Clacker have a dorsal fin? Yeah. Is it like scraping the like ceiling of the cave? I don't know, I'm just picturing like <laughs> He's hungry. I would over say, his... right. Um, I can't it's win. like it's like barely grazing the top in some spots. <laughs> just like every now and then, uh-huh. you'll just kind of hear me go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I have to like wriggle free. <laughs> I'd like to stop where I'm at, and I'm going to kind of run my lantern along the floor and the walls and the ceiling, and just like what type of like flora is in here? Uh, do I hear anything? Um, just kind of. Does this yeah, look like so, it was carved, or is this natural? Um, it is rough-hewn stone. It does look like there was some excavation here. Um, it looks like some of the... It looks like the cave is partially natural, but then was, like, excavated further. Um, the uh, floor has been worn smooth, um, clearly over, like, just many years of wear. But the uh, walls and ceiling are still kind of rougher, and uh, they have various, like, mosses and kind of slimy fungus that's on the walls. Moriarty's going to check to see if any of this is edible. All right, uh, make a (laughs) nature check with an 11. Yes, some of it is edible. Uh, None of it is particularly appetizing, but you can identify that it's not, like, toxic. 
Zachariah, you also, um, oh, you asked about sound. Um, there's, like, there's some dripping, like, you would hear normally from stalactites and, like, the mineral water buildup. Um, and other than that, you don't really hear anything except for the ambient noise of the swamp, which you can still hear through the, uh, entrance. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm gonna straighten up and keep kind of marching down, keep an eye over my shoulder, making sure no one is lagging too far behind. Hudson definitely took like a few seconds after everyone else went in the cave and like pretended to like check his like you know pistol and his sword and he's like I must be bloody idiots and then just like kind of like squared his shoulders and then ran in because he didn't want to be left behind in the swamp so I'm I'm definitely in the back here and Zachariah as you're leading the way you see um just kind of at the periphery of your light there you see a pictogram kind of painted on the wall with uh some sort of dye Oh, yeah, definitely take a closer look at that. It's blood. <laughs> you said with some sort of dye. Is it a D20 or a D12? <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, no. Let's see. I made a handout of it. I will Either I will describe it or one of you can for the um, audience, but I'm going to share it with you all here in just a sec. What's in the cave? What's in the cave? I didn't know what's in in the the cave. cave. You gotta tell me. What's in the cave? (laughs) Okay, so it should be in all of your journals now. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. I I, I speak many languages. I don't know. I I can't quite make out what this one says. Uh, Jack, are you familiar with these hieroglyphs? uh, That'd be putting it kindly. This may be more of a crude drawing. Uh, I don't know. There are two ways you can kind of discern this. One is just by simply talking through it. Um, if you want to gamify it more, then anyone who is fluent in Islander dialect can make an intelligence check to try to decode it. I mean, just from first glances, it looks like it's saying if we go this way, we're gonna die. I got a 20 (laughs) on my intelligence check, and I am fluent in Island dialects. Excellent. So, um... Grant, could you just go ahead and kind of describe what this looks like to you, and then I will translate um, kind of everything that you can learn from it. So, there are arrows. Uh, It almost looks like a sign. Uh, One arrow pointing to the west, one arrow pointing to the east. Apparently, the arrow pointing to the east is what appears to be a dead lizard, and the arrow pointing to the west appears to be... I can't tell if he's a frightened lizard or just a very cute lizard. His eyes are a little bit to scale larger than a normal. I think he's scared. I'm tapping into my intelligence right now, hoping that God okay. tells me if he's scared or not. Um, He is, yeah, scared is fine. I'd say concerned. Since you got a 20, I'll give you a more like granular translation. So essentially this glyph is warning you that... um. In order to continue safely, you must be undead. One half of this um, sign, like the the two arrows almost look like a mirror, and the two lizards almost look like a mirror, except one of them is clearly dead. And so on one side of the mirror, the side deeper into the cave, you have to not be alive to continue safely. Well, um, well, we do... That'll put a damper on the plans. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I guess we have to go back. Uh, it's a shame there's no one here who's who's undead and right. isn't very obvious about it or anything. <laughs> I'm sure Clacker's very well much alive. I don't know <laughs> why you would make an insinuation like that. Oh yeah, my blood may be cold, but I'm very warm. 
Do orcas have cold blood? I don't think so. I think so. they have warm blood. No, they're they're warm. <laughs> they're blood. mammals. Whatever. Are... I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not Bob Ballard. Okay. <laughs> well, um, why don't you all? Why don't we break up? Let's split up. Uh, there was still some other areas to investigate, and I will. Um, I will study this a little bit more, and I'll be. I'll be out in just a moment. Oh, okay, sounds good. Uh, I don't really think I can turn around though. <laughs> well, you just crawl backwards then. <laughs> I just I just shrunk on the map. <laughs> oh, do you not have any sort of light at all? Hmm. None no, of you have check. none of you have a torch. There was only one way back, so I don't think we can really get lost. Yeah, I just washed up on the island like maybe two days ago with nothing <laughs> that uh That's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. I, I suppose I have a torch uh, in me backpack somewhere. Awesome. I don't know if pirates uh, have backpacks, but whatever. I'm a knapsack, perhaps. Well, I'd mm-hmm. like to uh, take a moment and make an etching of this, uh, and just look around a little bit more. I'll, I'll be, I'll be right out. All right, uh, all right. Good luck, mate. Shout if you need anything. All right, Hudson. I just gave you an expanded light for your torch. All right, cool. So you're all making your way back out of the uh, main cave entrance, aside from Zachariah and his raven. Yeah, Clacker is, like, just crawling backward, basically. <laughs> Scooting. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah, I'd be on this side of you being like, all right, any, take your time there, Clacker. It's all right, you know. There is no judgment in this cave. <laughs> I would imagine his tail is, like, bumping into Moriarty every now and then, and I'm just kind of, oh, sorry, oh, jeez, oh, didn't see it there. Oh, oh. Moriarty <laughs> just starts directing Clacker. Oh, left here, oh, no, no more right, uh, a little bit more to your left. No, 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 your other left. left. Uh, that's good. Back <laughs> up. Uh, more left again. A little left. Okay. Oh, oh. And then I just fall backwards out of the cave. <laughs> I can't say that was the nicest cave I've ever been in. No, it's a little too small for me. Let's um hmm. go through Zachariah's thing a little bit, and then we'll jump back to the rest of you outside. Yeah, Zachariah just kind of watches them scoot out, and uh, just I think just to my raven, be like, do you think they know? <laughs> kind of, I kind of, kind of thinking maybe that Hudson fellow knows that maybe I'm not technically. Well, never mind. Um, let's. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I'm I'd like to, to imagine at that exact same moment, like we're all standing outside the cave, like so. He's definitely going down the undead route, right? <laughs> Yar, indeed. <laughs> I'm going to wait until like level 20 episode 200 to like take off my mask and reveal it. And I expect every single one of you to act surprised as my friends. Uh, Grant, your raven is a flesh and blood raven, right? I mean, it's a fae spirit, technically. Ooh. By the okay, rules. But it's, yeah, it's still a fae, not an undead. Um, yeah, I, yes, sorry. I'll leave him back there. Yeah, it's a spirit. It says a spirit that takes an animal form. Okay. I wouldn't risk it, though. I I wouldn't mess around with it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you come around a little bend here, and you see a rough-hewn stairway going up um, higher into this cave complex. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I would be proceeding so carefully, uh, not trying to be a hero. Like, if it looks crazy, dangerous, or see any tentacles, I'm probably just going to run. But okay. um, I am going to creep up the stairs 
And right. if I don't see anything, just kind of like, Gross! <laughs> Gross! <laughs> all right, we'll have you um, go up to the second floor right after we do some with the other party. So you are all back outside on this little um, mound of land. The swamp water is all around you. Are you are you all literally just waiting for Zachariah to report back? Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll wait just a moment. Right. We're like, do you guys think he's gonna be right out, or should we do something? You know, I kind of want to go see that waterfall. One of you might wanna wait here for Zachariah. I'm gonna go try to fish by the waterfall. Yeah, see, perfect. I'll draw in the dirt. Uh, wind to waterfall, <laughs> and then like an arrow that points. <laughs> Nice. What what if that like means something different in island, island dialect? <laughs> <laughs> you called me what? <laughs> All right, uh, Moriarty. Do you want to actually like stop and try to catch a fish right now? Yeah, I'll try to catch a fish. Ooh. All right. Um, go ahead and make a uh, survival check to locate a um, reasonably populated fish fishing hole. Right. Yeah, nineteen is is great. So the. Um, Right around the waterfall, it's less populated just because there's um, more of a current. But about halfway between the like land mound you were just on and the waterfall, you find kind of a a deeper pocket of water where there's um, quite a few fish. Most of them are like pretty small and the kind of fish that you would use for bait to catch like big enough fish to actually eat. But there's a few larger ones down in there. So all right, well, I'll catch me one of those big fish so that I can catch me a big cowfish underneath the waterfalls just lurking for all those fish that come down that come down out of the waterfall yeah I mean if there's any kind of population above it I, you know what you don't know actually I don't know the system but you know you never know what fish are swimming up the waterfall to another spot to spawn that's true um, make a nature check do fish do that <laughs> yes <laughs> salmon do that yeah all sorts of fish do that you'd be surprised Ooh, I, I knew salmon did that never mind I'm smart eels do it Dude, eels are crazy. All sorts of fish do that. I didn't know eels did that. That's I thought cool. we didn't know how eels reproduced. I thought that was like the thing. Uh, we Sorry, know where they go, go to spawn in some places. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> we'll not spawn. get into this. <laughs> uh, Thirteen is enough to catch a couple uh, swamp fish. Let's uh, let's call them catfish. I don't know if that's environmentally accurate or not, but it is in Pendrahow. Um, so you catch you catch a couple catfish. You catch some like tiny fish that you can use for bait later. You don't see any fish going up or down this waterfall. It appears to be fish-free. Okay. All right, do that. Um, the rest of you, uh, are, are you waiting for Moriarty to do all of his fishing, or are you just going to venture forth without him? Oh, Hudson's bored. He's been throwing rocks in the water for a while. He's just like... You're scaring the He's probably scaring the fish away. God damn it. I, I would have gotten that fish if you didn't just throw a rock right at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see it. it. It'd just be water. And then I think he'd also, like, he'd, like, look down at the water for a little bit, and he'd be like, I do, do you think that river lady, do you think this is her her water? Are we eating fish out of her? This feels a little bit, little bit too scary for me, like, and then kind of, like, keeps throwing rocks in the water anyway. Oh, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, if it was hers, we could just ask her, really. Isn't Isn't she really the water? I that'd be above me pay grade. I'll be honest with you, mate. I have no idea. Well, the fishing and uh, musing aside, um, you come up to the waterfall. Um, it is about twenty feet high, and it's coming out of uh, another opening in the side of the cliff. 
And as you get close to it, you see that it's also, um, there, there is an opening directly behind the waterfall as well. Should do? Do we go inside or should we wait? What do we? I don't. I you know. Arr, we could leave another message. <laughs> That'd be the smart thing, Jack. Just write another arrow on the ground. Opening here. <laughs> right. I love openings. <laughs> I'll sign it, Jack. <laughs> Doctor Jack, he'll know it's you then. All right. So we'll have you um, push through the waterfall in just a second. We're going to cut back to Zachariah. And um, Hudson, uh, I'm assuming that you go into the waterfall with everyone else? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you'd have to relight a new torch um, once you're inside it. So Uh just make note of that on your inventory. Yeah. Is this cave big enough for me to fit in normally, or do I also have to duck down in this one? Um, It's a little bit better than the main one, but you're still scraping your dorsal fin a little bit. (sighs) But at least you can stand up most of the way. Oh yeah, that's true. The other one was hurting my back. Uh, Zachariah, can you see yourself there at the top of the stairs? No. Yes, I found me. Okay, excellent. So you make your way up the stairs and you're calling out for, you're quietly calling out for Kraz. Well, do I see anything first? It's, I mean, it's a wider um, cave complex. There's a fork in the road going straight or slightly to your left. Okay. But no, otherwise it's still pretty quiet. Um, in addition to the occasional cave dripping, you hear um, the distant sound of rushing water. Okay. Otherwise it's quiet and still. Would I be able to internally, thinking of where I came in and seeing it, would I be able to tie that sound to the waterfall that we saw outside? I would say so, yes. Okay. I am going to very quietly uh, move forward. I think I'm going to hug the left wall here. Okay. And so, yeah, there's a fork. One of Mm -hmm. the paths juts off to the left. And are these stairs up or down? They're stairs up. I'm going to keep going up. All right. A good wizard's lair goes up. And the wizard's at the top. The good things are up. I know these things. I've studied many books. Perfect. There you go. You are even further up now. And uh, now you do stop you do hear more noise. Um, the uh, ambient cave dripping is overtaken by the sound of some sort of guttural animal having a like an unholy feast. Well, I mean, what's unholy, really? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what unholy means. Is he enjoying his food? As you stop and listen a little bit more, you realize it sounds like it's actually a pack of creatures. And you're not, you can't quite identify what creature. Like it growls. A nice creature family enjoying a nice dinner. It growls and it chirps, and there's ripping and shredding and gnashing of teeth. It's beautiful. Well, okay, so I don't know if there's... I I don't know. Grant knows that there's probably another way in here. I don't think Zachariah knows there's another way in here is my problem. And I can still run, so I'm going to move forward. Okay. I would like to start being stealthy. Just as far as, like, moving slowly, trying to be quiet. Yep. And so you go around kind of a bend to the right, and then you see a fork uh, that just goes directly to either direction, straight right or left of you. Okay, uh, right or left, I'm going to uh, peek around the corner here. Uh, It looks like there's some sort of civil, like, man-made thing, lizard-made 
mortal made things to my <laughs> left. It looks like a broken table. Yeah. Are you a mortal? knife? Uh, I, I think technically I'm immortal. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Hudson, what are you doing in my head? Um, and I'm going. Is that okay? Is this the map, or do I actually see a massive tentacle on the ground? Okay, stop right there. You do actually see a massive tentacle on the ground there. This lengthy chamber looks like it used to be some sort of operating room. You can tell that from kind of the broken tables and stuff that's still around. Um, you can see uh, that there's like surgical scalpels and splints and stuff that are scattered on the floor along with the bones of various um, humanoids and just various beasts. Um, the smell is absolutely horrendous. It causes, well, I was going to say it causes a twinge in your stomach. I'm not sure if that's true or not. <laughs> um <laughs> But there are tentacles and coral growths that are strewn throughout the room. Um, torn's rema- torn remains of fresh corpses too mutilated to determine who or what they were originally. And you can tell that it's a mix of, again, a mix of humanoids and beasts. There is a growling, writhing mass in the center of the room. Um, its back is turned to you, but it has several heads, all of different races, on the end of many of its tentacles, and few of those heads uh, take note and let out a chorus of screams and growls as you enter the room. Okay. Uh, hello. Do you speak, uh, trade speak? Do you speak? Do you speak? Are you going to attack me? <laughs> it rushes forward and it attacks you. <laughs> um, oh, oh, God, God, sorry. Uh, I'm going to try to run. I don't know if we need to, like, do it in initiative, but I'm just going to book it. Um, I'm gonna say it gets one attack off, and then you can disengage and run away. Okay. So I'm gonna randomly determine which head here attacks you. Third head. I'm sure that's the good head. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the what? <laughs> um, will a ten hit you? No. All right, then you are good to disengage and retreat. Now the question is, do I run for the stairs or do I run the other direction? Hmm. Because. I don't know. I'm very dedicated to finding Kraz. In your indecision. Ah, come on, Nathan. <laughs> I run I run this way. I run this way. Okay. Ooh, I see water. You do see water. Um, let's see. So this cavern's floor space uh, spreads around a central pool in kind of a crescent formation. The pool is the mouth of an underground spring from which cold, fresh water like, gushes forth. Um, it runs away through a tunnel opposite your entry point, and above the, sc- the spring, the stalactites are um, longer than they are elsewhere in the cave, just because there's so much moisture directly below them that's kind of feeding that, that process. Okay, is the monster still coming, or can I make it back to the stairs? Uh, you can make it back to the stairs. The, the monster returned to its easier feast. Oh, well, now I could just sneak by it. Okay, do I think that's the waterfall? You are. You have a high intelligence. I'd say you can reasonably um, deduce that this is the source of the waterfall. I would have done this pretty quickly. I'd like to call down, and I'm wondering if I wouldn't still be able to catch them while they were making their way through. Yeah, I'd say around this time they're just about to start into the waterfall. Um, because of the uh, volume of the water, I don't think they would be able to hear you. But water carries sound. Not in that way. Not, I've There's heard a lot of sound. You yell into the waterfall, and at the other end, we hear the yell. <laughs> um, I am. How big's the hole? The the hole from which the like spring is coming. The where it's going. Oh, where it's going is um 
is pretty wide. You can see on the map there, it's like 15 feet across. I'm riding it down. Excellent. We're going. I don't need to breathe. I mean, I I absolutely breathe. I like air. (laughs) Air is delicious. And sleep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be like, well, uh, honestly, this is the quickest way back down there. So I'm just going to tell you and zoo. Sweet. So we will uh, come back to your right here in just a second. I'm going to let the PCs go a little ways in. And since you pointed out that, um, this is like right as they're entering, I'm just going to do a, a quick thing with you guys. I'd prefer to spread it out more, but just to keep things like chronologically consistent. I'm sorry. I split the party, everyone. First rule. Perfect. So you are all behind the waterfall now. Mm. All right. Uh. What? <laughs> I had a weird mobile ad. <laughs> That's the sound you make when you land at the bottom of the waterfall. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> ah. Oh my god. So Hudson, I think, would be like like just not wise enough and he would like walk through the waterfall with his torch and it would like go out and he'd be like god and then you'd have to reignite it on the other side so yeah that's what happened for sure man i'm really making my character cool, out cool. to be just a complete dunce i think <laughs> it's all the liquor <laughs> behind the waterfall there's just a tunnel similar to the first one a little bit more spacious that wraps around for a little bit and then appears to come to a dead end, but you see a couple more hieroglyphs painted on this um, this cave. One on kind of either side of the walkway. Hmm. Wait, which one was it? <laughs> Let's see, how does it appear in your journal? Do you see, like, their titles? Uh, 4B and 4A. 4A and 4B. Um, 4A is to your right, and 4B is to your left. They're both painted in some sort of dye on the cave walls here and as you see um glyph 4b um for lack of a better term right now has uh kind of some extra coloration among the main uh dye lines oh it it does Hmm. interesting can one of you quickly describe uh kind of what these glyphs look like uh well glyph 4a looks kind of like a lizard mouth with um when it has its hands on its face basically like palms towards its face there's eyes but then when it moves its hands away from its face it seems like there's question marks where its eyes were but the eyes are still on its hands uh and then the second glyph glyph 4b is a looks like that same lizard that we saw on the or we heard about on the previous glyph almost running away from this uh i don't even know how to describe the face other than like kind of jack-o'-lantern looking Mm mm-hmm um, and the lizard has some red stain on it, and then the jack-o'-lantern face has, like, some green stain on it as well. Perfect. Thank you, Clacker. Um, yeah, what do you all do? Um, I think Hudson would be like, I, I, I suppose we don't want to go towards the one where the, the lizard's running away. That seems like a bad idea, right, mates? Ah, but the other one, it'll, I'm not quite so sure about either. I mean, it looks like he can't see. Hmm. Hmm. Feel like it's saying you have to see with your hands, or you lose all of your vision forever. Because that's pretty dangerous. I will. It looks like he still has eyes on his hands. I go up to this dead end and put my hands on it. Make an investigation check. I am not the best at this. Nine. Nine. Sorry, one second. No, he said no. <laughs> so nine. The um, 
it it does appear to be a dead end just like the walls and the ceiling there's um rough hewn kind of stone walls and as you feel along it it feels as though it's just a normal ordinary wall but everyone else here please make a perception check while he's doing this a 10 18 i i rolled a five (laughs) Nice. Okay, clacker with an 18. That'd actually be a 16 because of your strain, right? Or is oh, that... Right. Let me... I didn't get up that notepad with that. Um. Yeah, with a 16, you notice that while Jack is doing this, it appears that his hands actually sink into the rock a little bit. Hmm. Uh, does he... Can he, like, feel that happening at all, or no? Based on what you're watching him do, it looks like he has no idea that this is happening. It looks like, to him, it feels like just completely ordinary stone. Hmm. I'll uh, I'll make him aware. Oh, hey, your hands are kind of going into that rock there a little bit. I know you said you don't really doesn't really seem like much, but I can see that they're falling into the stone. Hmm. You want to give it a try? Uh, Jack, make just a straight wisdom save. Oh, yikes! Or wisdom check. <laughs> okay. Four. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> He just starts freaking out. Doesn't pull his hands out, doesn't do anything, he's just freaking out. What do I do? What do I do? Let's head back to Zachariah real quick. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> Man, Nathan really has a thing for hands. People are losing hands, disembodied hands. It comes in handy. <laughs> that ah. does. Um, Grant, so you splash down, um, you're still in an, uh, underground stream, and there are rocks that look like they've been smoothed out, um, kind of, almost it looks like they're intended to be used for stools of some sort, um, so you can climb over them, the current of the river kind of washes around them. Okay. Why would someone sit here? Good question. Sorry for withholding information accidentally. Don't be sorry. You're okay. (laughs) I apologize for apologizing. Oh my god. Jonathan is <laughs> insistent that I do. I'm too Canadian. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm real sorry. Hey, okay, so in this cousin. chamber, there's... Um, hey, I'm Midwestern, not Minnesotan. I said cousin. Or, no, you mean Canadian? Canadian. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so running water echoes loudly off of the walls uh, as an underground stream burbles down from uh, where you just came from. Uh, Calms of rock act as a gate that would prevent you from falling down the waterfall back into the swamp, so there is kind of a barricade here. The water in this area is steaming, and it's clearly heated somehow. Oh. Even though the water one floor up was, like, uh, crisp and cold and minerally. Oh, so it's some sort of spa. Seems to be, and you can see there's, like, three entries into this, like, I'm gonna say it's a river, but it's kind of wide enough and the current is slow enough that it functions almost like a pond in this particular area. Sure. And so the waterfall then continues down? Yes, but the way okay. is blocked by columns that start at the ground and go all the way up to the ceiling. And then these three little entranceways, I can pretty easily walk up these? You can. Okay. Uh, anything of note in this southeastern area? There is. So you come to this chamber. It is uh, populated only by smooth stone uh, stools and a single stone in the center of the room that is inscribed with uh, those same kind of pictographic uh, illustrations. Okay. And it basically looks like those same kind of lizard folk people, but with little, like, steam marks going up around them. Um, This room is saturated with hot steam that is pulled from the stream and coalesces around this stone. This really is a spa. (laughs) This really (laughs) is a spa. Um, That's amazing. There is also 
a horrific creature in this room. Um, <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> okay. As there um, is often. Mm-hmm. Usually it's Boz. Peels itself off of the wall. For a second, it. When, when you first walked into this room, it appeared that it was just more of the kind of fungus and slime that's attached to the side of the um, most of the cave. But this thing is definitely not just that. As it peels off in an abhorrent um, amalgamation of color and a nonsensical shape, it oozes toward you. It's coming pretty slowly. You do have time to run away. No one's here to call me a coward, so I'll just keep being a coward. <laughs> um, I'm going to, yeah, just kind of as it starts to slosh towards me, I'm going to uh, take a look down the run to the western corridor. Okay, and yeah, this corridor is similar to the ones you saw earlier. It's just, you know, smooth floor, rough walls and ceiling, but... um unpopulated except there is more of that slime on the wall so just make like a nature uh no make a perception check sure i got a 10 okay you don't think that any of this slime is going to peel off of the wall and attack you (laughs) (laughs) um before i leave and kind of go into the other area i saw stairs to the north yes i want to (sighs) what would make more sense so those stairs those stairs are going up right those stairs are going up. Mm, fuck it. Duck, dude. Uh, so I'm down. How, how far do I feel like I went down? You, again, I'm giving you this for free just because you have a high intelligence, so no mm-hmm. need to have you, like, roll for it. Um, you uh, feel like you're still uh, above the, um, like, ground level. I mean, you can you can look out of the columns where the waterfall is falling, and you can see the swamp below you. So you know that you're, um, like, 15, 20 feet above the swamp itself. You feel like you fell probably another 15 or 20 feet. So you were between 30 and 40 feet up originally, and now you're kind of halfway. Okay, well, I it doesn't make sense to go up if I'm trying to connect with my companions, traveling companions. So I'm going to roleplay appropriate walk down this hallway because it doesn't look like anything is going to slap me. All right, and we will stop you there for a second and go back to the uh, behind the waterfall area with everyone else. So, Jack, you're definitely confused. Clacker, you're sure that there's something more to this wall. Hmm. And I just let Jack know that his Hmm. hands were sinking into the wall, even though he couldn't see it, really. Yeah, what's... What was that save that was all... What was that all about, man? (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm asking God. I <laughs> <laughs> well, it must have something to do with these hands over here on the wall. It maybe. must have something to do with if you're not looking, maybe. Well, I pull my hands out and I'm like, I I think I've had me fit. Well, that's a wait, that's a good idea, Hudson. Maybe I'll try that actually. Uh, I'll close my eyes when I do it and try to put my All hands right. on it. Yeah, and you step directly through it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Having done so, it becomes abundantly clear to everyone else that this is, in fact, an illusory wall, and so you can kind of see through it, and each of you can walk through without um, further struggle. You're a goddamn genius, Hudson. Never anyone ever tell you that before? <laughs> <laughs> Hudson, Hudson, like looks like in disbelief. Like he's like, I, I, I got something right. <laughs> uh, that's that's a first. 
You see, our minds together were quite smart. <laughs> I figured out the hand thing. You figured out the eye thing. I you can solve any problem with teamwork. Together we make one solid mind. <laughs> Mad Jack and Drunk Hudson. Clacker's feeling very rejected right now because he was the one who pointed out the hand sinking into the stone. <laughs> but he just quietly just stands there and doesn't say anything. He lets them have their moment. It's okay. You can tell it's, it really means a lot. Do you even have hands? <laughs> I thought you had flippers. <laughs> I've got oh. fin fingers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they look like fins, but I can, like, they pull apart and they look like fingers. <laughs> yeah, like a like a frog's hand. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Keep those things away from Moriart. <laughs> try and fry them up. <laughs> I imagine when the, do- when the uh, stone wall disappears, we hear this sound. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the le- yeah, the secret. Yeah, <laughs> I think also Hudson like pulls out like a fl- like a hip flask and he like takes like a celebratory drink, but he's still like kind of in shock. He's like, I, I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm better at reading pictures than I am at reading words. Maybe. Uh, freaking out! There's something moving around in that room over there. I keep seeing it dash by my line of sight. That was just God <laughs> making mistakes. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that is a unique thing I've never seen in a D and D game before, where it's just a thing dashing by your line of sight. I'm like, what the fuck? Moriarty's <laughs> gonna grab the rock and like underneath the 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 hand gesturing uh, eye one. He's gonna write Zachariah a message saying, "Close your eyes and just hands forward and like." Uh, Close your eyes and walk with your hands forward and you go through the wall. Nice. This is illegible. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, So after you come out, I have like six people's hands, (laughs) like several eyeballs. (laughs) So you're all in the passage beyond the illusory wall, which just continues the same as this passage has been. Um, Clacker, it does widen out a little bit, so you can actually stand and just barely feel like you're you're avoiding the rooftop. Nice. Or the ceiling. And uh, after a short time, you come to a small chamber with a single uh, treasure chest in it. Now don't get too hasty, boys. Yeah. Oh, nothing suspicious What was there. that other hieroglyph again? With the, the jack-o'-lantern face. The green jack-o'-lantern yeah. face. That's now, right. was that some kind of a ghost or some kind of a gas? What's the difference? Well, it, it was green. Is there anything green around here? That one green dragon, right? Oh, I mean, fuck. in this room. Well, I, I'm just saying I, I, I wouldn't trust any... A big green scary face. I, 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 I'm going to feel a little nervous, is all I'm saying. I have a feeling that if you open that chest, the room will fill with gas... Or a ghost will spring through the wall and kill us all. That seems pretty likely, but I'm I'm willing for Clacker to take that risk. Yeah, uh, we figured out the last puzzle. <laughs> yeah, well, we we figured out the last puzzle. So go ahead, Clacker. <laughs> I hold up my fins and I say, I can't open this. <laughs> hmm, he has a good point, Moriarty. It's your turn. <laughs> Oh, damn it. I, that's bullshit. I've seen you open up tea containers more intricate than that. Don't be pulling that shit now. I don't know. I just These are just my fins. And I'm holding my fingers very tight together. You cannot tell that they're not, not fins. 
weird. I thought I see a ring just like going through your web, <laughs> your web, your, your flipper. It's so strange that you have oh, a weird no. piercing there. I don't know what you're talking about. What's that behind you? And then I just take off a ring and throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hudson's gonna maybe like take the torch over to the walls and like kind of feel around and see if there's more uh, illusion stuff. Um, and just kind of check out the room, see what's going on here besides the chest. Okay. Make an investigation check with advantage. Alright. Now you're using your noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 18. Good thing you had advantage. <laughs> it's a great thing oh, I had advantage. So good thing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, an 18 reveals like as you're kind of pressing and looking at the walls, you find a um, stalactite that's coming down a little bit that is twistable. Uh, I, I, I think I found a fake Stalagmite. Stalagmite. I don't. I don't know which one. I'm not that educated. Uh, I. I. I think it's. Uh, I think I can pull it. Should I do that? Uh, sure. What, Clocker, you're you're taller. I think you can reach it. I can't quite reach it. Oh, you got <laughs> it. I think clearly, you got it just like, fine. Just, he like clearly can, but he's like, right, no, I got to hold the torch. Uh, can you? Can you just pull? <laughs> And I just kind of hold up my fins, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. I can't. What did my investigation check right. tell me about Clacker's fins? <laughs> uh, given you were studying the cliff walls, it tells you that um, he has appendages. Oh, okay. Humanoid Perfect. appendages. That's all you know. I also like to imagine that my dorsal fin also splits up like fingers. But <laughs> what? That's I'm gonna horrible. say no on that one. Uh. <laughs> Well, I can imagine, at least. <laughs> it is just something he likes to imagine. He's like, I wish I had a hand on my back. <laughs> um, hmm, that is an interesting thought. It's, an, it's a reoccurring daydream he has. <laughs> I mean, I have it's that. It's the one thing life. I dream about. <laughs> its only purpose is just to barely be able to move and scratch that spot. <laughs> I guess I'll pull it or twist it. Hudson's right, definitely backing back up. For your own protection. Bop it. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> I like went out and went all the way behind Clark. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> so Jack, you you twist the stalactite? Yep. Alright. As you do so, two things happen simultaneously. Um one, the uh, cave face that's like immediately in front of you swings upward like a um Whoa. uh like like a car trunk um and you can see a passage that's descending at roughly a 45 degree angle with like rough hewn stair steps headed downward at the same time the uh treasure chest licks its lips and with a purple tongue lashes out at moriarty god damn it all right so let's all roll initiative 12 okay clacker 15 Hudson? Uh, 22. 22. And Jack? Arr, got seven. Nice, okay. You're rolling hot tonight. So, uh, the Mimic gets a uh, surprise attack on Moriarty, and then we will be in initiative order. Moriarty does a 12 hit you. It does not. Well, that's disappointing. Um, <laughs> okay, it's Hudson's turn. I, uh... This treasure chest has come to life. Hudson, I'm sure you've heard of these things before in your I, profession. yeah. Like, I not again. And then, um, <laughs> I think he's just gonna slash at it and be like, slash for the chest of the chest, you know, go for right in the middle. 
uh, with his mm-hmm. cutlass and gonna roll a 12. And that is just what you need. All right, all right. So, um, and then four piercing damage. All right. And that brings us to Clacker. Wait, I take that back. Six piercing damage because I got fighting style dueling, and I don't think... Wait, did I add that to the... I don't think that is added, calculated into my attack roll. Nice. Clacker. Uh... This treasure chest has, like, teeth and little beady, like, ruby eyes and a giant purple tongue that uh, was unable to lash around Moriarty. Ooh. Um, I'm going to swing on it with my greatsword, which is... A nine. <laughs> and, okay, a nine is a miss. Womp womp. Anything else from Clacker? No, I'll stay right there. I guess as... Oh, that's a bonus action. Um, I'll just... I'll add my turn there then. Okay. Uh, Moriarty, and then the Mimic, and then Jack. Alrighty then. Well, Moriarty's gonna disengage, take a flight foot, step backwards. He's going to strike at it with his fishing pole. Uh, wait, yeah. Can you disengage as a bonus action? Or maybe I can't. I'm just thinking Either way, I'm stepping back. Okay, so it's going to make an opportunity attack, and then you can make your attack against it. Yes. Perfect. It does not hit. Okay, 15 does not hit you. Um, go ahead and make your attack. Blade. Does the 14 hit? 14 does indeed hit. Alright, for 8 slashing, and if it moves, it's 12. Uh, yeah. So, uh, 8 now and 12 if it moves? Yep. So it's going to make its turn... It's aware of the booming blade, I believe, right? Like, when you use that, a creature is aware of the magical effects surrounding it. It doesn't say so. I usually do intelligence checks, but just me. I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I I like the intelligence check thing. We'll put that against your save DC. Okay, it, it has no idea with a four. It thinks that it's... Uh, regardless, it's got people to snack on around it, so it's going to try to attack Hudson. Mm-hmm. And uh, it crits you. So that is going to be, let's see, 8, 11, 16 damage to Hudson. All right. Uh, Ouch. Yeah, so that's... All right. And uh, uh, that's all it's going to do here, so Jack is up. Um, yeah. See it, seeing it lash out at Hudson like that. Let me clarify, Hudson, you're also grappled. This thing is stuck to you now. Oh, God. Is it stuck to my chest? Yes. There's a chest on your chest. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Um, I can hear you up loud. It's starting to hurt a little bit. I will shoot it with a firebolt. Lightning crackles down my arm and launch a firebolt. All right. Nice. And with a um, 25, that's a solid hit. And I do boarding. Alright. And then as a bonus action, I'll use a healing for four or five. One hand kind of reaches out towards uh, the mimic and launches a fiery lightning bolt. And the other hand reaches out towards Hudson and you feel like it just kind of tingles a little bit, but it seems to be healing you. Yeah, I think Hudson would be like, I like watch where you're throwing fire around. But also thanks, mate. I appreciate that. <laughs> And it's back to uh, Hudson's turn. Uh, Hudson is going to attempt to just, like, throw the chest off of him. All right, so that is going to be essentially a grapple check, so you can do athletics or acrobatics. All right, we're going to do athletics. All right, you have disadvantage to escape the grapple. Damn it. Okay, a 12. 
and uh, for it to hang on to you is a 13, so it just barely still <laughs> sticks on. Dude, I had a crit too, but this bit. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. It does. Well, right. Hudson, so that was your action. Yeah. Uh, Hudson's just gonna yell like, oh, help, help, help. Get it off me, get it off me. Um, and yeah, I'll end my turn with that. All right. Uh, Clacker. I will take another swing at that with my great sword. Without anybody noticing, though, my fins kind of break apart into fingers when I'm holding the sword. But the hilt of it is, like, very dark black, so it's really hard to tell, like, where mm-hmm. my fingers start and end. <laughs> uh, and that'll be... <laughs> Dang. So if I have minus twos right now, that's a six. Right. I imagine it's just difficult for you to find a good angle that doesn't put Hudson in harm's way, and so you're just not able to get a lock on this thing. I'm just too tall. It's just really hard for me to attack in this cave. I'm just... Right. No, it's just too tall, yeah. Hey, <laughs> it must be nice to be so tall. Yeah, and you know what? That's, you know, some nicer words from someone being uh, grappled by a mimic would be appreciated. <laughs> I Please cut, cut it off of me. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Couldn't hear you with that mimic on your face. Now, what was that? <laughs> Ask nicer next time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> then Moriarty is going to... There's muffled the screaming. Uh, 18 to hit? Yeah. For seven, and then I get a bonus action because of my full arm master. It's the butt of my thing. 10 to hit. Uh, 10 is going to miss, though. Okay. Still chipping away at it. It's um, bloodied in... Uh, 40 terms. Sorry, it's uh, gonna eat your face. <laughs> it is about to eat Hudson's face and then it's gonna be Jack's turn. So it has <sighs> advantage on this attack because um, you are grappled yep. and uh, that's one of its features. Mm-hmm. So <gasps> a 10 misses you. Good lord. Or a 12. Yeah, 12 does 12 miss misses also. you, right? <laughs> yeah, so somehow it's like, it's talking, it's just lashing out and you keep managing to just like uh-huh. barely dodge the like side. Like I'm like prying <laughs> imagine- it. Yeah. Trying to keep yeah, chest. yeah, you're like holding its uh, its yeah. lid back from biting you. And Moriarty's gonna strike it. Mm-hmm. Sentinel reaction. Wow. <sighs> Good damage. damage. Twenty wow. to hit. Thirteen damage. And now it's Jack's turn. I'm going to launch out a fireball on this nine. Yeah, you singed the wall behind it. Right. Anything well, else from Jack? Take another step back. And uh, Hudson followed by Clacker. Uh, just gonna keep trying to, you know. Uh, throw it away from me, get it off of me. Uh, another athletics check. Uh, 18. Alright, against... Right. <laughs> it got a 20. <laughs> it's just still stuck to you. Um, <laughs> I think it's hilarious that Hudson is trying to... The one time Hudson wants treasure away from him, the treasure will not leave him. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> I, I suppose this be this be a lesson for me to learn, but I'm not learning much. All I'm learning uh, is I need to go to the ship gym after this. <laughs> so Clacker's turn, unless Hudson, do you want to like second wind or action surge or any of your fightery things? Oh, um, save those. Yeah, I probably ought to second wind. Um, uh, yeah, I should second wind. So. All right. Nine plus... Oh, my fighter level's three, so that should be... Yeah. uh, It added two, so make that a ten and seven. Ten, got it. All right. Yeah. So I'm back up to 18. Cool. Yeah. No longer 
single digits, um, Clacker's turn, followed by Moriarty. I'm swinging on this thing again, and now that I think about it, I don't think I've had... Have I had any successful attacks this entire time yet? Like, this entire campaign? <laughs> I don't know. Did you hit... I think I've missed every You did time. against the hands, I thought. Oh, uh, but it. I mean, those, like, I could blink and those would have died. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've had anything successful happen this entire campaign with me attacking. As a barbarian, that's really depressing. <laughs> you haven't had any good tea yet, either. I haven't! No, you're right. That's the worst. It's been a depressing time for Clacker. and get advantage on every attack but you would then get advantage when being attacked. Exactly. But as a barbarian, I do it all the time. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to swing with my great sword on this thing again. A 17. Nice. That's a solid hit. Finally. It just needed a good talking to it, sounds That's like. That's right. <laughs> uh, for 12 oh. slashing damage. Amazing. Kill it. Which, then, as my bonus action, I will use my bite, which, uh, if I um, can use to make unarmed strikes, if you hit it, yeah. So if I hit, then it's additional 1d6 plus my strength modifier. What about a 15? A 15 is a hit. Yes. Uh, Did you really just bite that thing? <laughs> it's a weird train of me getting bitten and then Clacker biting into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a conga line. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta ask, so that, is it made out of wood and metal, or is it, it made is, out of, like, flesh? I was about to comment on that. It is made out of wood and metal. I mean, it is a monstrosity. It is a mimic, but, um, yeah, it assumes the properties of the object that it represents. So it's just crunching like a nacho. So I rolled a one and plus my strength modifier, which is plus four. That makes it five damage. And that kills it. <laughs> I, so I put away, I hit it with my greatsword, and then when I go for the bite, I kind of, like, use my, my fin fingers, and Mm -hmm. while I'm biting, I also take it, and I just pry it open, and I break the thing in half. Nice. Good description. I think Hudson's, like, like, bleeding from multiple different places. He's, like, breathing really hard, and he's like, how'd you rip that apart if you don't have any fingers? (laughs) (laughs) I, I have its tongue in my mouth, and I just go... (laughs) <laughs> and then I spit it out. <laughs> well, was there any treasure in it? Well, I don't know. You can find out. There was no treasure in it. <laughs> Besides a tongue, apparently. The real treasure was us getting to do this battle together as a group. <laughs> Aww. Hudson's just staring at Clacker, like, just horrified. <laughs> As Hudson always does at the end of a fight. Yeah, That's apparently. happened several times. Uh, okay, Thanks, we're going to come back to uh, Zachariah. So you're at this um, juncture in the hall. You see a room, like kind of a large chamber over to your left, or the hallway continues um, onward in front of you. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like some sort of storage area or... Box. There's things in here. Yeah, you want to um, poke your head in there real quick? Yes. Well, when you say it like that, um, I don't want to poke my head in anything. Just <laughs> observing from a distance. It Yeah, it appears to be just kind of a storage room. There's some old uh, boxes. Uh, there's some stone rubble, and there's a few um, bones, humanoid and otherwise. Can I say I love how there's just like this dynamic between Zachariah and the narrator there. 
<laughs> you can poke your head in. Well, now that you say it like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is going on here? It's like people used to live here happily with spas. And then they weren't happy anymore. I'm going to be nitpicky. Did you actually step 10 feet into the map there? Like your character token? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, you see some rats in this room. Um, they appear to be normal for a minute. And then one of them glances over its shoulder at you. And you see that its jaw opens all the way down its throat and its sides. And it has eight eyes each, some of which are in its hands. And it, it has three tails. And then you realize that several of the other rats are similarly uh, defiled. You need to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, aren't you adorable? <laughs> Come here. Come here, boy. I'm in need of a new familiar. <laughs> That's horrific. I got a 12. You take... Home a rat friend. <laughs> <laughs> Three sanity damage. Okay. Okay, well, uh, apparently, this is weird. This is all so weird. Um, all right, let's face so it. done this. Another fork in the road. Okay, so we can go north, or we can go further west. And then going north, I can go northwest, or... Uh, sorry, this is too many. They need maps. They have spas, and they don't have maps. Well, actually, funny you say that. Uh, when you went slightly north, you came to kind of a uh, juncture where there's, like, several different branching-off areas. Mm-hmm. And you see pictograms carved, or not carved, but like uh, painted with various dyes onto the walls that um, appear to illustrate the different um, areas that you can go. So, for example, the hall that you just came out of, you see like a little pictogram of a stack of boxes, and you see another pictogram of um, a spa. There's like a couple, a couple lizard folk with the little like cartoon water and steam lines coming out of it. Mm -hmm. So I can describe uh, the other hallway illustrations real quick if that would be helpful for you that is actually more helpful than where i have been okay so going northwest the most you helpful you see a uh, illustration of uh, a uh, lizard folk that is giving like a i'm not gonna it, it's not a thumbs up because they're gonna have different like hand gestures but it's a sign that you recognize as like approval to uh, several other smaller lizard folk um and you know uh, from your study of uh Islander dialects that these pictograms use hieratic scale a lot, so the um, lizard folk are presumably actually the same size, just the one that's approving is larger to show its like greater importance. And then headed eastward, you see a circle, and there's lizard folk walking into the circle, and then dead lizard folk walking out of the circle. Oh, I'm going that way. <laughs> Don't need to see any more of this stuff. That looks... There we go. Let's go see how... They're doing that. Um, doo -doo -doo. And right there, you see that same illustration that you saw earlier, the kind of mirror with the living lizard folk and the dead lizard folk looking toward each other with the arrows going opposite directions. Mm, call this the welcome mat. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Zachary would probably be less careful at this point. I think he'd be excited. So he'd probably okay. kind of be running in. Not trying right. to get myself killed or anything, but... I should bring the rest of the crew here, and then they can be better like me. I'm horrified. <laughs> you come to a low-ceilinged chamber. Like, uh, Clacker would have a very difficult time getting in here. 
Uh, it's roughly triangular in shape, and it has some broken stalactites and rubble strewn across the floor. Um, an arcane circle of uh, dried blood is in the middle of the room, and there are four morose zombies kind of lounging on the far wall. They're zombie lizard folk. What does morose mean? I'm not familiar with the word. Like, friendly, right? Morose means, like, depressed, withdrawn. Yeah, so I saw them walking. They walked in, they walked out. I'm going to assume they did it by choice. I didn't see any indication otherwise. Say, uh, um, hello? Hello there. They just stare at you. Most of them have eyes. One of their eyes has kind of rotted out, and it's, like, still there, but it looks like an apple that's gone bad. Uh, don't have a problem with that. Um, I... Can you understand me? One of them kind of gives a faint nod, but they otherwise just stay there. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. My my name is Zachariah Heros. I am seeking Kraz. I practice the same arts as he does. At the mention of his name, all of their heads just kind of bow down. Oh, yes, Kraz. I bow my head, too. I keep my head bowed, as long mm-hmm. as they do. They keep their heads bowed. <laughs> I keep my head bowed. I kind of peek up to see if they're not doing this goes on for an uncomfortable amount of time uh and then finally i would raise my head like um how do i where can i draw on the cave wall like in island dialect like a picture like question mark cross. do you have a ink or dye or anything else in your like supplies oh yeah baby I'm a fucking wizard. I've got ink. I've got an ink pen. I have a little bag of sand. I have parchment. Okay. That's all That's all I have. I just listed all the things I have. <laughs> it sounded okay. like it was going to keep going, but that's it. Um, I don't think an ink pen would be conducive to the cave wall, but I'll say you can use like your finger or something. And yeah, you can, you can draw on the wall. Okay. Yeah. I have, I have an ounce of ink, um, which goes a long way. Ink a little bit goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, I want to like essentially depict that I'm looking for Kraz. I'm going to assume that he's the bigger lizard in the picture I saw before. So I'm hoping, if I'm right, that depicting him as maybe draw like two lizards, lizard folk, sorry, and one of them bigger and then like a question mark by the bigger one. And yeah, that's what I want to do. All right. Make a performance check to uh, determine how um, how much this actually communicates to them. 18. Not too bad. Nice. Not bad at all. Um, so they watch you with dead eyes. And I mean that both literally and emotionally. Um, and uh, when you complete the drawing, the one that looked a little bit more responsive, that's this uh, this one here closest to you that has kind of the torn up red tunic. Okay. It nods a little bit, but then makes no further movement. Okay, take me to him. Let's go. And then he just hangs his head down again. I bow my head. <laughs> and this goes on for another uncomfortably long time. <laughs> is is Kraus dead? I mean, like... they hang their heads down again right I hang my head down is Kraus still able to move is he together is he himself they all look at you and make an insight check to read the emotional state of an undead decomposing creature I got a 16 I do want to I know that you're being sarcastic but I I I feel like that's I'd be more likely to be able to read their emotions than like Hudson. Or yeah, Clack no, you know, or, I realized that after I said it. Like, yes, I was being sarcastic, and then I realized, wait a second, you, yeah, 
for reasons that nobody is aware of, you <laughs> nobody <laughs> you might be able to understand this. So, uh, your line of questioning. Let's see if I can remember. You said, "Can he move? A, is he together? Is can he together? He move? Is he himself?" Were the okay. three things. So, is he together? Um, you see that their expressions communicate. They don't believe he is well. Can he move? They seem to indicate that he probably could, but they're not sure. And uh, is he well? Was that the last one? Is he himself? If he is he himself? On that one, they uh, hang their heads so low that it's like they're completely prostrating themselves. Okay. And they like quiver. Do you? What do you do? Do you need? Do you want to leave here? Do you need a new purpose? Or I, I assume you served Kras, which I have a lot of respect for that. Do you? Do you want to come with me? The red one, or the one with the red tunic, uh, looks up from his prone position and croaks out, Save him! And we're going to cut back to the other group. You have all just defeated the Mimic. Hudson is not actually that badly off now after your second wind, but probably emotionally still shaken up. Yeah. It's, yeah, very sad when Treasure tries to attack you, I think. Yeah, so what would you all like to do now? Uh, Jack pulled the stalactite, and it opened up this little uh, descending area. Or should we leave another note for uh, for uh, Zechariah? And then, I mean, I suppose there's nowhere to go but down. Or, uh, uh, I don't have the best handwriting. I think Clacker could do it. I think Clacker would be just fine at writing. You know, I think your blood on the ground will be a good sign of which way we went. Or it could be a sign we're all dead. I, I don't know. Well, our bodies wouldn't be here, would they? I, I don't know. Maybe the mimic ate all of us. Where Some... is it? Oh, the mimic. It's 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 in pieces on the ground. <laughs> I wonder if they kind of taste like scallop. <laughs> Stop trying Meat to eat everything we kill you two. It's just a curiosity, you know? Hey, I spit out the tongue. It wasn't good. Hudson's just going to draw an arrow pointing at the stairs. Okay, there's like kind of a fine layer of dust on this rock. Like this area hasn't been traversed very frequently, so you you can like kind of scrape it out with your foot. And then I need to know who is going first. It looks like Jack is going first. Sure, I'll take third. Uh, I suppose I'll go last. I only have the torch. It's true. You make a powerful point. <laughs> I have an extra torch here, so light mine. Everyone, I... make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> While I'm lighting his torch. Uh, 20? 12. <laughs> I got a 2. <laughs> 11. Everybody except for Moriarty becomes, um, frightened, terrified as a, um, again, for lack of a better word, this kind of disembodied jack-o'-lantern face materializes in front of you with glowing green eyes that bespeak um, murderous intent, and it rushes towards you all. I know it was a ghost. Alright, uh, I suppose Hudson's just gonna start taking off. Alright. Blind panic, like, he's, he's like, putting his torch over to light, um, to light Moriarty's torch, and then this thing just manifests, and then he drops the torch in, like, fear, and just sprints back the way that, uh, we came. Um, like, running over the arrow, like, disrupting all the dust mm -hmm. and he's like all right blood and thunder mates i'm out of here and just takes off and, into the uh, dark yep he's not again not known for his 
uh, forethought. At least he left a torches for us. <laughs> yeah, Moriarty, as the only one who's not uh, afraid of this thing, you are able to recognize it for what it is, which is some sort of um, magical, basically, alarm system or preventative. But you can see past it to a small room not too far away where there's a faint green glow that's just kind of illuminating this room. Guys, it's an alarm. There's probably a way to shut it off. And then we can go back and find Hudson. Jack, keep going forward, all right? I can't. I Can I push his ass forward? <laughs> nice. I'm going to I'm going to say no. You um the three of you that are frightened, uh, Moriarty gets like I'm going to give him some time in the chamber himself and then uh, I'll say eventually you're all able to overcome your fear because it would happen if we just sat here and rolled d20s, but that wouldn't be as fun. So, Moriarty, you can work your way around Jack and uh, head into the room by yourself, or you can just wait if you are so inclined. Fine, you guys stay here. I'll go figure it out. Okay. And I'll grab the torch. Okay. Light the other one, leave it with them, and then go on. Alright, I'll give you the light real quick. You can go ahead and uh, move as you wish, and I'll describe what you see. Okay. Oh god, we're splitting up more. Careful, guys. <laughs> well, I think at this point, Hudson's kind of not heard any sort of like horrible screams and violence so he kind of like creeps back down the tunnel way and he sees like the torch where clacker and uh jackard he kind of like sheepishly like walks back up and he's like aye so it, it wasn't that bad huh i almost had a heart attack but no i think it's i think it's gonna be okay calming down just a bit <laughs> well, i am calm i i i just was you know i i was advancing in another direction as it were <laughs> Um, so, Moriarty, you see uh, three artifacts. Um, you see a... Uh, I Sorry, lowercase a artifacts. These are not, like, campaign-altering <laughs> items. Oh, damn, I was like, it's a good thing I'm in here by myself, you know. <laughs> you can capitalize those uh, all you want. <laughs> uh, you see a, a map on ancient but sturdy parchment. Uh, it's, like, frayed at the edges, but it's still... Um, like intact you see an ornate hilt of what looks like a short sword there's no blade just the hilt and you see a mirror mounted on a wall you can investigate two of the items sorry lowercase i investigate i'll i'll describe two of the items in further detail before everyone else arrives um all right well uh i'll investigate the handle okay uh, it's cast from bronze, but it's completely untarnished, so it hasn't taken on any of the, like, greenish hue that copper and bronze do as they age. Uh, it's still just, like, brilliant, like, orangey bronze. Um, there are intricate workings that display waves and stars kind of playing up the hilt and along the um, crossguard. The crossguard is unusually small, and the pommel has a crystal clear diamond uh, inset in the bronze. Nice. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a history check. Alrighty then. Let's do it. Uh, I'm not so good at history, but... At 22, apparently I might have paid attention in school for this one. <laughs> you might By have. school, I mean on the, the... I might have heard somebody talk about it once. Right, so given your background, you might have just thought that this was, like, a sailor's tall tale up until now. Um, you have heard of a kind of reclusive group called the Wayfinders which is a group of extra-planar peacekeepers that live on the Astral Sea and occasionally send emissaries to Nara Ohan to help out with various uh, 
military or diplomatic things when when they deem that it's important to intervene. And um, evidently, this um, like this sword hilt kind of matches the description of the workings of the Wayfinders, the stars and the sea kind of inscribed on this weapon. Well, that's freaking cool. Wouldn't have expected to find a clue of the Wayfinders here. All right. Uh, and then also uh, look at the mirror. All right. Uh, so the mirror is mounted securely on the wall. Through the mirror, you can see a... Um, well, okay, so mirror is obviously not the right word, because you see something else other than your reflection. You uh, you look into this... Um, how do you describe a mirror that's not a mirror? Like, it's not a window. It's like a funhouse mirror. It's, it's like, uh, like mirrors at the end of... Like a portal? Do what? Yeah, like I guess... Portal? I guess it's like a portal, but visual only. Like, you touch it and it feels completely solid. You don't, like, go through it. Um, like a so it's like glass. Yeah, yeah, a scrying Ooh, a scrying glass. glass. Yeah, there you go. Great description, thank you. Um, Do I get inspiration? So... <laughs> <laughs> That's just a fancy way of just calling it a TV. That reminds me. I meant to say this at the beginning of the session. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at like keeping track of who needs inspiration when they do something great. So please, Grant did this at the very first session, but feel free to nominate one another for inspiration when someone does something great. Because I'm uh, more likely to hand it out when that happens, because it's just something that is hard for me to keep track of. I think Hudson would nominate himself. So. <laughs> That's why I said each other, not Thank yourself. <laughs> Hudson can nominate himself, but that two's not getting him anything. <laughs> He's not the wisest. Nor is he so the greatest. <laughs> uh, through this scrying glass, you can see a dark room with shapes that look like uh, furniture of some, short, uh, of some sort. There's very little illumination, so it's impossible to make out any detail beyond that. Just looks like a... Uh, I will say you can see a little bit of the wall and it's kind of rough hewn stone. So you assume it might be elsewhere in this cave system or a, um, a similar environment. Interesting. Well then I will pick up the hilt of the sword right. and then look back at the others, see if they're coming or not. Yeah. And at this point you guys can all kind of creep forward. Hudson's at the very back. I walk forward so they can get around me cause they can't otherwise. I don't think. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just going to make sure I, I, I wasn't sure I thought I heard Zachariah catching up to us <laughs> Oh, I thought maybe you just had to change your breeches you know? I, I don't wear breeches So so you just shit all over the ground then? Yes, pretty much Wait, what What do you wear then? Oh, I well, I guess I misunderstood I thought I thought Breeches are pants, yes I thought he meant underwear I think Hudson <laughs> is like a free-flowing kind of guy Sure. Okay. <laughs> Aye, this this be a mirror then. Yeah, yeah, so far it seems like it might show a location somewhere else in the caves. Don't know where exactly it's a dark spot. Aye. And I don't know what this map is either. Yeah, so it's got a bunch of runes that are written in Celestial. Do any of the four of you know Celestial? No. No. Yes. What? <laughs> All, All right. right. All right, my Orca friend. What's he say? So it uh, in Isn't Celestial, it feeling? rhymes. It says, uh, what, as a DM, having someone who gets to know the secret? No, as a player, like, being oh, like, sure. D, does anyone speak Baba Laba Doobie? And you're like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I See, I took it because I was like, it was one of the um, lesser known languages, like more obscure ones. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm of a noble background and I feel as though in my noble education I would have had 
some advantages. <laughs> and so I took one of those because I'm like, it just kind of makes sense for being nobility. <laughs> yeah, it does. Love it. So there's a rhyming couplet. Um, it rhymes in celestial. It doesn't rhyme when you translate it. But it says, um, Tasan iskard glit den masan uh, edsalit, which translates uh, clacker to third star to the left, straight on through the dusk of eternity. Okay, so it says, I, I'll read it in Celestial, and then I'll read it back in uh, Trade Speak to them. And it was third star on the left. Um, what was it? the rest of it? Straight through until the dusk of eternity. Okay, so I'll say, I'll read it in Celestial, I'll say, so it says, third star on the left, straight through the dusk to eternity. And uh, the rest of the parchment is covered in dots and lines. I'll have each of you just give me a straight intelligence check. It's gonna be bad. The best. 16. A 19. Flat roll. 15. <laughs> 12. So everyone except for Hudson quickly puts together that these are constellations. Um, no surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. And. Not much of a sailor, are you? <laughs> Jack, you actually recognize that these constellations are a little bit familiar to you. The rest of you, these do not seem like familiar constellations. Like, all of the ones that you've grown up learning about for navigation and everything, these do not match up with those at all. Entirely different star patterns. Hmm. Hmm. But I understand them. You, um, I wouldn't say you understand them. They just stir something in in you that feels, like, vaguely familiar. Hmm. Interesting. So they're not navigation- constellations but somehow i recognize them. somehow you recognize them make a history check with disadvantage and that'll determine kind of how accurately you remember where you've seen this 12 okay you uh at first you think was it like in a in a book i read i i not to put words in your mouth i i don't feel like you're the kind of person who reads like all that much um no <laughs> sorcery comes naturally to me right so after a minute you realize that these are the constellations that you saw for a time after your ship was wrecked and your crew was lost, shortly before washing up on Pinterhow. Well, I don't know how it will help us, but I, I, I think I know where these are. They're either like I would point it out on the on like a regular map if mm-hmm. any of you had one. Uh, you know, this is the route. I swear to God, we were going, and uh, we were about here, just between. Uh, you know, the northwestern part of the Devil's Triangle when we entered it, and I went to bed, and then the storm kicked up, and I jumped out of bed, and everything happened so fast, but I definitely remember seeing these constellations. Hmm. Hmm. Aye, so these are constellations. Hudson nods his head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I, I figured we all knew that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I did know that. I will say Hudson does have um, a proficiency in cartographer's tools. So if anyone has any, like, sort of parchment and pen or any sort of writing utensil, I think he could copy it down pretty pretty well. Can we just take it with us? That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, we can I, just take it with us. No one's stopping us. <laughs> just... <laughs> In fact, can we take the mirror off the wall? (laughs) Uh, You can try. It's affixed pretty well, but if you want to... I'm assuming Clacker has the highest strength, so Clacker, if you want to make a strength check with advantage, that'll represent kind of the whole party working at this. Oh, sure. Let's find out. 
I'm sure it'll fetch a pretty penny if nothing else. Twelve. Uh, that is not enough. This this mirror is sturdily um, wedged in here. M- maybe maybe even like magically fixed. When I was attempting mm-hmm. to pull it off, I pulled my fingers apart, and I was <laughs> using it that way. But then, as soon as they came from behind the mirror, they went back to being a fin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose we'll be needing a moment to reflect now that you failed, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, you know about failing, don't you? Because it's a mirror. <laughs> reflect. <laughs> and uh-huh. so what's in the mirror again? It shows a deeper part of the cave? Uh, that's the working theory. It's like there's there's a rough-hewn wall. There's very faint illumination, kind of the same greenish color that's in this room. And there's kind of the dark silhouettes of furniture. Looks like maybe a, a shelf or a dresser. Hmm. Uh, could I have Moriarty and Clacker both make intelligence uh, history checks? There's a little bit more about the map that the two of you might know. Intelligence or hi- history check? Or? Sorry, history check. Oh. Moriarty well, was paying attention in school. Oh, I crit. Yeah. I, I heard story. Wow. Okay, I know who made so, the map and everything. <laughs> <laughs> right. So a crit from Clacker, and strain doesn't affect that. A crit is a crit. And a 22 for Moriarty. So the uh, line, um, the line of poetry, third star to the left, straight on until the dusk of eternity. Um, both of you recognize this from earlier in your life. I imagine Clacker was forced to read this epic poem in his education. And Moriarty might have actually seen it like rehearsed or performed when he was cooking for like a, a traveling entertainer group or something like that. But it is a reference to an ancient epic poem, the Epic of Shagmahal, as told by Raham the First Bard, who was from the desert nation of Masara to kind of the southwest of the ocean in general. Um, you remember that this particular passage from the Epic of Shagmahal is in reference to his journey beyond the mortal plane itself into an endless ocean as he searched for immortality. Hmm. Okay. I feel like both Clacker and Moriarty are, like, nodding and, like, scratching, like, their chin or something, you know? Like, they look really, like, engrossed and thinking, and Hudson's just, like, tapping the mirror like a fish tank and, like, <laughs> looking around. We're, like, discussing what it is, what uh, the contents is without actually doing it. I'm like, is this? And then he's like, yeah, I think it. And I'm like, you know, I, I think it could be. And we're just... <laughs> yeah, I really do think it's that thing from, that part from that uh, tale of Shagmihal. Shag Mihal, Mihal, I think it was Shag Mihal. Shag oh, yeah. I, I suppose I'll oh, shag. No, it, I, yes, I, I know what you said. I was just saying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Moriarty's just saying. Yeah. I think it was Shag Shag me now, or something like that. Shag, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh yeah, I, it was a uh, Shag Mihal. Oh, oh, it's less fun now to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it was the first bard too. Like, let's just be clear about that part. Mm-hmm. Right. The best one, actually. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I, I thought Shagmi was the first word. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. No, he's the um, the subject of this particular epic. Um, yeah, I think we're going to leave it here with uh, Zachariah discussing things with these uh, dejected zombies and uh, the four of you finding this little uh, amalgamation of treasure down here. This has been the Kaleidosphere, to whom the sea belongs. Thank you for joining us on this epic voyage. Uh, If you enjoyed this, then please like, share, subscribe, and leave a hopefully five-star review. 
Uh, right now, we're also really pushing for written reviews, not just stars, although we also love stars, especially in sets of five. Love stars. Love stars. So uh, next time you're like waiting for Starbucks or whatever, if you could just write a couple sentences about why you enjoy listening to us do whatever this is, then uh, you'd be the real MVP of the day. Um, and say who your favorite character is. And why it's all the NPCs. <laughs> no. It's Body Nook. Let's all be honest. Right? It is probably Body Nook. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, and we would love to hear from you, uh, please go to uh, Linktree slash The Kaleidosphere, and that's uh, linkter.ee slash. And then if you don't know how to spell Kaleidosphere, just listen to the rest of this outro. Uh, pop on Discord. We would love to hang out with you. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at T Kaleidosphere. And we will work on getting on other social media in the near future. Uh, any method of spreading awareness helps us out a ton. So even if you are selfish with your time and don't want to write a review, just like tell your friends that you think would be into this show. And we would love that. This campaign is dedicated to Brandon, who we hold in loving memory. To Whom the Sea Belongs is a campaign set in the Kaleidosphere. That's kale, like the vegetable. <laughs> That's kale. It's not my fault. That's okay. kale, like the vegetable. Ido, I-D-O, sphere. Join us next week as the party continues to explore this lair. <laughs> <laughs>